0: welcome to another episode of streets and scholars this is episode 14 and i am alex alonso and i'm sitting here with fg aka frank thornton and uh how was your week man oh it's been a long
1: week but it was pretty good pretty good oh, okay nice weather out there so i can't complain
0: hey man the weather is usually always good here in california Not for those people to try to hate but and it's one of the reasons why there's so much traffic on the roads. Man, definitely with that. Uh, and I'm tired of people moving here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always seeing apartment buildings being built and houses being built. And I'm like, man, we got enough people that live in this area.
1: Exactly, bro. I feel the same way. That's Every time I look up, I say, you
0: guys going to build some more freeways or some more
1: streets. But y'all just cramming them in, man.
0: Nah, man, they're just um, building more buildings, four-story, five-stories. And and just trying to get as many people in here to pay the crazy gas prices, pay the crazy rent, pay the crazy mortgages and all that other stuff and um, giving us small raises at the workplace. The workplace is not even giving raises that are matching it's not the increase in inflation.
1: No, definitely, you know. So uh, yeah,
0: so y'all stay stay in your cities, stay in your <laughs> right, states. Right. So we don't need any more people here in uh, southern California. But uh, let's start with a little fact checking. Um, you know, every episode, there's no way, there's no way that anybody on the face of God's green can sit in here in front of a microphone and speak for an hour and not make at least one little mistake. But we were talking about the motorcycle set in episode 11, mm-hmm. and I looked up which are the oldest black clubs, oh, motorcycle cool. clubs and it's a tie actually you mentioned one from the bay area remember the name of the one east bay dragons east bay dragons were founded in 1959 okay so were the chosen few oh you said that 1959 also but the chosen few are from from LA yeah yeah but there's one that's just a couple years older than both of them is that right a black club that was founded here in LA the D.O.'s. Oh, is that right?
1: 1957
0: for the D.O.'s.
1: Man, I was just had the D.O.'s about three weeks ago. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know they was around that long.
0: I always knew they'd been around for a long time. Man, but um, I didn't know they was around that But time. there's another one that went defunct. Mm-hmm. They no longer exist up in the Bay Area that were founded before the East Bay Dragons called... The frisco riders oh okay and uh, for whatever reason they don't exist right right but i would say that the um the three top black ones in california would be the east bay dragons the defiant ones and the chosen few are there any other ones that you throw in there
1: you know what i wouldn't at the moment because i know those guys go back a very very long time and you know i know the brothers of the sons and some of these other clubs been around for years but i don't know if they've been around
0: that long. <laughs> yeah we talking about like what, 60, Man. 60 years ago. Let's see, 40, 50, 60. So basically the Defiant ones, the D.O.'s, they're about 65 years old. Man. 1957. So uh, I always see the D.O.'s. They come to the Slossons, um annual thing every year and they got their jackets mm-hmm. and uh, the Chosen Few always come out. I've never met an East Bay Dragon, though. You probably have already, huh?
1: Yeah, you know, they come down and they, uh, the homies go up there and ride with them. They give a nice little show up there. And um treat everybody with hospitality when they go up there. They actually just had a function up there maybe about two months ago. And I didn't go, but I seen all the pictures and footage and stuff from the the guys I knew that went, and they laid it out. So it's a positive thing, man, definitely.
0: Also, I wanted to add that while I was doing the research on these groups, the Chosen Few started off as a black motorcycle club, but they all, they later, uh, about two years later, 1961, allowed white people to join.
1: Oh, is that right? Didn't know that.
0: And they're considered the first mixed race club ever. But they were founded by um, a brother named Lionel Ricks, Lil Frank, Roger, Hawk, Slim, and a woman named Shirley Bates. Mm-hmm. They were all black. So that's uh, 1959. I wonder if any of them are still around. If they are, I'd love to interview... Uh, some of these uh old school riders yeah, yeah they, they should be if they were 20 years old in 1959 uh let's see that means they would have been born in mm, 1930 they'd be 80 83 years 83, old Eighty four, yeah there might be a few of them still around uh i definitely would like to meet some and uh, um, another fact check we were talking about that sacramento shooting and um we're gonna be talking about it for a minute because that was one of the biggest shootings in california history it turns out that four of the victims were with the two groups oh, okay that so, were shooting so
1: now it four. it's it four it's more four more is coming to the forefront yeah he actually was not innocent bystanders
0: well melinda davis was the homeless woman they're saying she's absolutely an innocent right. bystander oh, wow. <clears throat> and then there was a latina woman named yamil martinez that's considered an innocent bystander but devanzia turner jontiah alexander she was a girl that was with one of the groups mm-hmm. sergio harris and joshua hoy all three of them were members of the two gangs wow yeah yeah and i got that from um a guy actually called me up and spent about an hour on the phone with me breaking, breaking it down, it down. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah no it's always good to get the exact you know situation you know because like you say we read stuff in the media and even the media can lead us to believe that you know some of these guys weren't um, gang members or were, so uh, it's good that somebody called you up and gave you that information.
0: Yeah, and uh, the the two groups in question are called the Garden Block Crips, and the other group is considered, um, I guess they're like blood-affiliated, they're called G-Park, G-Parkway, or G-Mob. Mm-hmm. And uh these two groups are rivals and that's what started the that's whole shit. what kicked it off. Well the um the one of my contacts actually said that one of the guys used to be a member of the other group. I guess that was he was a hood hopper. <laughs> and um that's what started the conflict. They just happened to pass each other up in downtown Sacramento mm-hmm. just I guess on a whim and uh they were all strapped up and and they got to busting on each other no doubt um so what else we got here uh the YNW Melly trial it still hasn't started they're delaying it uh, I don't know the reason why okay but um one interesting thing I found out about it is um YNW Melly he's actually accused of killing Anthony YNW sack chaser Williams and the um who's the other guy's name is Sack Chaser and then YNW Juvi. And uh, they decided that they want to bring in some tattoos of YNW Melly into the case. They say that he has gang tattoos and these gang tattoos will will show will show that um he's the you know he was involved in this double murder. But another tattoo that if they want to bring in YNW Melly's gang tattoos, they got to bring in all his tattoos. No doubt. And trip this out. He has a tattoo of the mother's name of the guy he's alleged to have killed. Wow. Yeah. Um, he's got a Jana and a Jamie tattooed on his neck. Uh, Jamie is his mother, but Jana is the mother of of YNW Sack Chaser. Damn. So he's accused of killing this dude, but he got his mom's his name, mom name tatted on him. That's wild. It is kind of wild. Um. So. Um, you know this is this is what prosecutors do they're going to bring in your tattoos but hey if a defense attorney says, all right bring them in we bring them all in right 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 so tell me how does it sound you telling me that this dude killed the guy that he got his mother's name tatted on his neck
1: That could also go a different way though you know that could go so. I make him go and say, look, these guys are such good friends that he had his mom name
0: tattooed on him. He would never do such a thing. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right, 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 what I'm saying. Right. Like the, the defense attorney is going to say, yeah, bring it. Right. He got his mama's name tattooed on him. And you're going to tell this jury he killed this 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 dude that he's got his mama's name tatted on him. Right. So we'll we'll say. But they also want to bring in one of his songs called Murder On My Mind. It came out in March of 2017, a year before these murders happened. And what's your whole take on bringing people's art? Basically, this is art.
1: It is, technically. And
0: um, so I'm sure they're going to put the
1: verse in there. I got murder on my mind, AK-47, Mac, Glocks, and Nines. um, But at the end of the day, it's rap music. This is the stuff that we bob our head to. This is the stuff that we get ready for work with. This is the stuff that really just give us a little energy, even though, I mean, corporate America listen to rap music. So I know they're going to drag it down through there, but just because somebody raps about this stuff, which we all know don't mean that they're about the business. And
0: yeah, um, these lyrics are just, um, they're just art to me. Um, Although sometimes their lyrics do reflect reality, you can't a, a prosecutor or a law enforcement officer sh- does not have the i guess the the know-how and the knowledge to be able to differentiate between true art and what might be real
1: well you know i believe they do but what i believe what they try to do is convince the jury not to differentiate so it's not about what the prosecutor believe. It's not about the defendant, the uh, defense attorney believe. It's about what you can get those jurors to believe. And if they can get those jurors to believe that these guys made this kind of music because they were actually these kind of guys, then hey, you may can get a conviction based on, or a, a, a feeling based on um what they said in these rap lyrics.
0: Well, the song Murder on My Mind by YNW Melly doesn't have anything specific to the these two guys his mm-hmm. two friends that he's alleged to have killed so they're basically just going to take the like the lyric you just said you know ak-47s mac 11s and glocks let's say that they use the mac 11 the, the prosecutors. right say, right you right see? right 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 he you do he have said, a little point there though he said yeah, mac yeah, 11 yeah, in the yeah. song but to me that's that's not that's a very weak connection just to say he used the mac 11 and he's got it in his lyric it's weak when you
1: talk about taking a person's life And when you talk about when I say taking a person's life, I mean, convicting somebody and giving them a life sentence. So that's not beyond a reasonable doubt. Just because somebody said a certain kind of guns. I mean, it's only so many guns that people rap about, you know. Yeah. So (laughs) now, if he would have said, you know, a sawed off 82 shotgun and that was the exact kind of gun to used, But just to throw those out there, like I said, I I believe they're just trying to build up the case to um, show that these guys are mentally. Um, capable of committing this kind of crime, but you're really not proving that. You're just
0: saying that. Hey, who sang the song way back in the day? I shot the sheriff, exactly. exactly. But I did not I shoot did the deputy. deputy. I remember that. Now I don't think that that no one would ever think. Um, let's take that song and and put a case against him. You know, but because it's rap, I think rap gets stigmatized in a certain kind of way
1: well it gets stigmatized but let's let's be honest rappers are out there um getting themselves self involved in gang related activity but just because you out there um associating with gang members using gang terms um that don't mean you murder somebody so I, I i'm not gonna buy it that uh rap rap do get a bad rap because you know they really try to live some of them really try to live the life of gangsters but that don't mean you murder somebody you
0: know well i actually believe most rappers do not live the life of gangsters very few of them if any actually do no you got a point there that's why i said trying
1: to with some of these rappers they do try to connect with the street they do try to get out and hang around hang around some rappers I, sh- I mean some gangsters I should say you know not particularly um putting themselves in a situation but they do try to go get credibility by hanging around a few gang members taking a picture and say hey look I'm over here in LA I'm over here in Compton with the, some real gang member- members but like you say they're not the ones putting in any work or committing a crime themselves you know
0: yeah um I don't think Bob Marley would have ever got charged, if he would have got charged, they would have been able to use his music against him because he did He did say he shot the sheriff in a song. Yeah, he said that, you know, <laughs> but like
1: you say, you know, they definitely taking a different angle with these rappers, with these street dudes, and what I think they doing is just trying everything they can to throw in there. And at the end of the day, some of this stuff is going to get weeded out, but what you done did, you done already tarnished the jury pool, you know, because you're putting the stuff on social media, you're putting the stuff on the news, and back in the day, jurors couldn't get most of this information because it wasn't a Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and none of this kind of stuff. So, um, they they really just throwing everything in there to see what's going to stick. That's how that's how I'm looking at it.
0: Well, I want to ask all the listeners out there, do you think songs like Murder on My Mind by YNW Melly, should the lyrics of these songs be used against you in the court of law? Hit us up and uh, let us know. Um, there's some funny lyrics here uh yellow tape around his body it's a fucking homicide his face is on a t-shirt and his family's traumatized i didn't even mean to shoot him he just caught me by surprise <laughs> i reloaded my pistol cocked it back and shot him twice
1: yeah 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 I mean, he's got some lyrics going on over there though he's yeah man.
0: but um it definitely doesn't look good in the court of law um but i i i don't agree that this song should be used against him at all and right now, I think that's the reason why it's being delayed, because they're arguing over whether or not this should be this admissible. It admissible, yeah. 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 So, um, we'll see what happens with the YNW case. That should be going real soon. And Eric Holder was in court today, but because it's happening right now, we don't really have any update on it.
1: And Eric Holder, for all those that don't know, is the guy that's accused of uh, killing Nipsey Hussle.
0: That's what they're saying. They're saying that he, sh- he gunned him down, and apparently there's some cameras and some footage that, that captured the whole thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, the only, the only footage I've seen that has been made public is grainy.
1: Yeah, it is kind of cloudy, grainy. Yeah. Exactly, Zach. Exactly. I saw the same footage you saw. Then.
0: So no one can say that's him. Right. Unless there's a witness to testify against him. Exactly. So someone has to come in. But I believe there's more camera footage that they haven't released.
1: I believe so also,
0: yeah, because
1: now they have the technology to get you before you even pulled up to that crime scene in the exact same car, exact same clothes with a very clear um, picture, you know, so.
0: Yeah, they're going to have footage of him pulling up, driving off, even if the actual shooting is grainy, they're going to have footage of him moving around
1: oh no doubt especially high profile it was of a case you know
0: that puts him at the scene but i'm not saying he's guilty him um, he might be innocent but i don't know if t- his trial starts today or if it's just another another court hearing another court hearing yeah um he's been he's been in custody now three years and everyone knows a three yeah three years this happened in 2019 and everyone is um wanting to for him to go to trial Hey, he's gonna
1: get there. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure they haven't offered him a deal sweet enough to take. Because he would have took it, but that would be jacked up if they go in there and say, "Listen, man, we gonna offer you 25 with no L," and 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 he and he takes it. You know whether he did it or not, you still won't really get to the bottom of you know what happened, why it happened, and all that.
0: Well, I don't think he would take that deal if he feels he's innocent. Oh, I've seen the dumb. Is that right? Yeah, dude. Take take. How old is he? 30 about 31 32
1: 31 come home when you off off you know they give him 25 he go do 18 he come home still 50 something you you know some of these dudes might take it not that saying he's if he's innocent he might not but sometimes even when you're innocent if you are stuck in a situation so bad you sometimes you got to just say hey
0: but what's it's uh it's not any worse for him to go to trial and be found guilty of uh murder uh, that's gonna carry 25 years. The gun is, uh the gun enhancement, maybe another 10. That's 35. So I don't know what his f- uh, maximum exposure is, but 25 years is not a, a deal uh, that you would say, okay, I'll take it. I-, I would rather just take him to trial. At least he still have his appeals right. you know. Not
1: if you're guilty, though. Yeah, if you're guilty and they come with 20 years, you're gonna
0: take. 20 years? Yeah, 20 years maybe. Yeah. A flat 20 years, you're doing 18 and a half, 18 years, yeah, six months on that. Take, if you're guilty. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You, you almost have to. But a lot of times in these cases, the prosecution has to consult with the family to make sure that they are okay with it. They don't have to, but they most they usually do because maybe Nipsey Hussle's family would not be happy with a deal. Well, the thing about it is this, you know, a deal or we
1: can't stick him in trial and he walked. You know, you rather get this 20 out of him or you rather he walk on a? because we don't really have enough evidence, you know. Now, don't get me wrong. Before I feel they got to that point, they going to go press somebody to get on that stand. <laughs> so I don't think that's even an option because it was too many people standing out there that saw exactly who the
0: shooter was. Yeah, but they got to come to court. They got to testify and they got to be convincing. And um, we'll see. The, the girl... That was in the car with Eric Holder she seems to be the star witness and mm-hmm. she's already spilled all the beans oh okay she already actually testified at a grand jury so um, yeah they they got some evidence but I don't know how much evidence they got yeah. but uh, I'll, I'll provide an update next week on what happened in court today if it was just another hearing or if they started jury selection because basically he's supposed to be going to trial all right um, Let's talk about what we talked about last week. I remember saying that by the time we post this episode, they might be captured. (laughs) You definitely
1: said that, and they definitely got captured. They got captured. We're
0: talking about Casey White, who was uh, an inmate in Alabama. And uh, what was the girl's name? The girl's name, also same last name. Same last name, White. Uh, Was it Vicky? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Casey White is the suspect, and Vicky White was the CEO. So um, yeah, they they captured them as soon as we dropped that episode, man.
1: Man, they didn't get on the run no time. I, I'm highly disappointed in them, you know. As as her being a correctional officer, him being a long time uh, inmate, it it just seemed like you guys would have had a better little plan than that, you know. I just think they got up and started moving around a little bit too much. Um, I believe that they, if they wanted to stay out there on the run, if they wanna, they was supposed to immediately get somewhere and just lay there. And, and let a month go by just laying there, eating stuff that, you know, y'all had enough money to send somebody to the grocery store to just lay there for a month. And what that would have did was took some of that high-power pressure off the uh, state lines and, you know, certain situations, but they got up and got mm-hmm. to trying to hit too many states at one time, and that wasn't a good idea to me.
0: Yeah, I don't know what their game plan was, but they definitely had the resources. Apparently, uh, Vicki White had sold her house, and right before this happened she mm-hmm. sold it for under market value mm-hmm. which means you were rushing
1: right no doubt
0: like the, the, I guess she saw a window a window of opportunity yeah, yeah we got to do
1: it now we gotta do it now yeah.
0: I got some my house today exactly. <laughs> and apparently she had about $90,000 which is it, a that's a nice little bag to, to go on the run no no
1: definitely a nice bag to go on the run that's why I say <laughs> you know not that I'm you know can condoning this guy getting away he's a potential uh, murderer um, but just on some you know on another level they did a poor job Man, 11 days man come on
0: man well they got caught on the border uh in indiana and they went on a high-speed chase Mm -hmm. and they didn't really waste no time actually chasing them they rammed their vehicle
1: oh they was going with no you we getting y'all right
0: now yeah right now yeah Uh, yeah we're gonna ram your vehicle and we're gonna damage our vehicles we We don't even finna play with y'all we don't care about our cars we flipping your car over and they did it. And apparently, while she was pinned in the car, Vicky White, she decided to commit suicide. Well, you know, you know,
1: I don't condone by far, you know, taking your own life. But she knew what her fate was. She knew she wasn't finna spend the rest of her life in prison, you know. But I'm also wondering what kind of time would that would have carried. What did she do? Aiding a bed, helping a prisoner escape. You know certain things like that but she 53 you know you give her 20 years she might not make it home
0: yeah i don't know what she was facing but yeah um i don't know it, it's, it's not murder so it, it ain't, right that's how i look at it sometimes. yeah like you know how
1: much time you actually would have gotten but like you say at her age, she probably said, You know what, I'm I'm done.
0: I think they would have gave her at least ten, fifteen years.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But she might yeah. She
0: should've on, she should have just um dealt with it. She should have faced the music, huh? <laughs> she committed her she committed suicide over maybe a fifteen year sentence. Man, what she should have did was went and
1: got her some of uh, street penis and then she would have been all right, <laughs> you know, you won't do letting this dude trick you in jail and tell you all these stories that y'all gonna be together and now you did. You know. You could have sold that house went to the strip club with that ninety thousand, and 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 met somebody and had just as much fun or more than you had with this dude so
0: yeah there's a lot of unanswered questions about um whatever their plan was and the only one that knows is um mr casey white the 38 year old uh suspect who was about to go on trial for a murder he's already convicted of an attempted murder but i'm gonna play this uh i want to play this clip from uh a story that covered it. Let me Mm -hmm. see here if I can.
2: More details continue to come to light about how the manhunt for an Alabama inmate and the corrections official accused of helping him came to an end. You see here a timeline of their route from Florence, Alabama, then up to Williamson County right outside Nashville to Evansville, Indiana. Just last night. And that's how it ended. Casey White back in handcuffs after a police pursuit led him to crash into a ditch. Vicki White died from a self inflicted gunshot wound. You just heard him call her his wife, but the two were not related, only believed to be romantically involved and their plans for escape could have made this situation end quite differently. Our Chris Davis followed this story to Evansville, Indiana and shares more after speaking with law
3: enforcement. We're learning new details and seeing new pictures of the final hours that Casey White and Vicki White spent here in Evansville, Indiana, before they were captured by law enforcement.
0: Their plan was pretty faulty. The <laughs> criminals,
3: their plan was faulty, and it failed. Thank God. Vanderburg County Sheriff Dave Wedding says, based off a attempt-
0: tip. Let me pause real quick. I actually think they, she had a somewhat decent plan because she sold the house. Mm-hmm. She got $90,000 and she had multiple cars. So. They, they left in one car, dumped that car, right. got another car, dumped that car. So they got caught in like their third car. So I thought it was somewhat yeah, yeah. on the right path, but I don't know what the whole plan was. Right, right, right. All right, let me finish playing it.
3: Tip, they found escape prisoner Casey White and corrections official Vicki White, no relation, at an Evansville hotel. That led to a 15 minute car chase that resulted in law enforcement vehicles forcing their getaway car into a ditch later sheriff wedding discovered had that not happened this all could have ended differently
0: and we later found out had they not done that the fugitive was going to engage in a shootout with law enforcement so by our quick thinking our action sometimes people may call that unnecessary action but that action may have saved many of my deputies and fellow law enforcement officers' lives.
3: As law enforcement closed in, Vicki took her own life and Casey surrendered to police. Inside the car, they found a stash of cash and a trove of weapons. There were at least four handguns, semi-automatics, nine millimeters. Casey now awaits extradition back to Alabama, where the sheriff there has vowed he'll never see the light of day again. When you were on the phone with the Alabama sheriff, was it relief? What was kind of physical?
0: Yeah, we were both kind of happy that a crazy incident has been satisfied it's over and his main concern is bring this person back
3: to pay the price for his crime.
0: all right so casey smith has already been extradited back to alabama from indiana and uh i agree i don't think this guy's ever gonna see the light of day <laughs>
1: nah they're gonna bury him on this one yeah
0: <laughs> for sure um yeah but it's unfortunate that um vicky white she was a 16-year veteran of uh of her job as a corrections officer decided to take her life rather than just face the music it wasn't like she was gonna go to prison forever yeah but at the same time some people don't want to do a
1: day so yeah yeah
0: well she should be used to it she works in the prison so and she,
1: she knew the job was dangerous when she took it you know what i mean so i just wonder where they were headed and where was they they final stop to whatever they was going to do
0: well they tra- they were traveling north and who knows maybe they were trying to hit the canadian border i don't know well I'm sure that in uh, the days and weeks to come, the uh, investigators will kind of um, unravel their entire plan. And uh, the sheriff down there said he's going to make sure nothing like this happens again. He actually said he was very shocked because he knew her personally. Mm-hmm. He she was uh, he knew her for seven years straight, and would never imagine that she would have done something like this. Right, right. It's crazy that someone would do something this crazy, but doesn't exhibit those traits like you know you could tell somebody that's going to do something crazy like you know they're crazy you know so when they do something crazy it's not a surprise that such and such did something crazy this woman has no history of doing anything crazy
1: yeah she did it though (laughs) you know what i mean and and but that's the thing about it you know some people can wear poker face some people got that poker face some people got that game and Deep down inside, man, she was ready to put everything on the line for this dude. I mean, everything. Actually, she put her life on the line, you know, and, and 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 it didn't work out for her, you know? Nah, man, it's
0: it's crazy. Um, You know, a woman that's already 56 years old that has a, a clean, you know, she has a clean record. It's a little surprising. I'm still surprised that she did it because of her history. Her history is squeaky clean. Right. You know, <laughs> so you just don't expect... A 56-year-old woman that has a squeaky clean record to say, I'm about to go on the run. Right. We're going to be on the land with this killer.
1: Right. No, no you're you, you right, man. And i just wondering what was going through her mind. What was her thought process on it? And and uh, if any of that information come out, I'd definitely be listening because that's something I would want to know.
0: Yeah, it's actually um, it's like a movie. Actually, there was a movie starring Benicio Del Toro that mm-hmm. I watched with my wife a few months back on um showtime called escape at Mm. danamora it was is basically this story this story yeah Yeah. um a woman in there was fell in love with with the dude in there Mm. and he helped he asked her to do bring me certain things so that i could plan my escape and she did it and um it's crazy that i I was just watching this um this it's actually a mini-series with my wife so this this actually is a is a true story escape at Danamora. it took place in uh upstate new york and clinton clinton uh prison and um i believe that's the same prison that tupac was I was in gonna say that back, back was, in the day uh,
1: tupac was at clinton
0: yeah um I, actually my little brother i believe was there too back in the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um okay let's um let's go on to uh we didn't get to talk about this last week because we ran out of time but this whole Tory Lanes, Megan the Stallion situation, it, it's just a little bizarre. It yes, is, wow. So, basically, she is alleging that Tory got out of the car, pulled a gun out, and shot her in the foot. And a lot of people are just not buying her story. Some people are saying that she's lying. She is uh, fabricating the whole thing. And then other people um, are saying, no, nah, this dude did it.
1: Yeah, but I'm wondering why would she fabricate that, you know what I mean? um she said the dude got told her to dance before he started you know (laughs) i've seen that on cartoons you know what i mean but yeah but um it's hard for me to see somebody just you know making that story up that somebody shot me you know making a story up that somebody hit me or something like that for me is more believable than making a story up about somebody actually pulled a gun out and shot me you know that's um for me that's hard to kind of believe to be honest i think she's telling the truth about that part
0: well you know i I don't put it past anybody i remember one of the homies over here one time asked me can you shoot me alex i was like for what he says i need you to shoot me Mm -hmm. I was like, for what? He said, because I'm in some shit (laughs) and I need you to shoot me. I was like, really? You know, and so he he needed to get shot so he can get out of some uh, situation situation. So, you know, I I don't put nothing past anybody. But what did you think of that Gail King interview that she gave?
1: I I didn't like that. I believe that was suspect all the way around. And I believe that's something that they're setting up. I, I, I believe it's a setup for something else. You know why would you go to Gail King? Why would you even be talking about a situation that this guy hasn't even went to trial yet? You know why are you speaking on the facts of a case that's still an open case? You know so to go and to go to Gail, you know I believe politically and and uh, indirectly, it's gonna come back and um it's gonna come back to light. We're gonna see that interview again somewhere, whether it's in the courtroom or somewhere. I believe you know it's gonna come back to light.
0: Well, Gail is not really a tough interviewer, so that's one reason why I'm almost certain that Megan decided to go to her because she knows that she's not going to really, you know, press her on some of the questions. Well, she pressed her on who shot you. She
1: pressed her on if y'all had a romantic
0: situation. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, she did. Yeah,
1: she pressed her on that. and uh, and uh, But also I believe Gail and them have enough credibility that if they play this in court, they may say that the, you know, Gail is credible enough to cooperate, or the interview is good enough to corroborate the, the truth. So that's what I'm thinking about.
0: Well, let me play a little bit of Gail's interview, and then maybe we could talk about certain parts of it. Mm. Um, I got the clip right here. Let me.
2: 12 2020. Let's go there, Megan. That night changed everything for you. Rapper TORY Lanes has been charged with shooting artist Megan Thee Stallion during an argument. Megan Thee Stallion hit by multiple gunshots. There was an argument in the car. It,
4: it was an argument because I was ready to go and everybody else wasn't ready to go. Mm-hmm. But that's like normal yes. friend stuff. Like, yeah. we fuss about silly, silly stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But I never put my hands on anybody. I never raised my voice too loud. Like this was one of them times where it was like, it shouldn't have got this crazy. It shouldn't have escalated to right. the
2: that it did.
0: Okay, let me just pause right there. Mm-hmm. She's she's starting to get a little emotional. It seems like she's crying a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna play another clip later. Okay. Where she's on her Instagram live, mm-hmm. and she on one. Right. She's right. talking her shit, and this is a completely different Megan. So I'm I'm starting to ask myself. Why are you getting so emotional in this interview where we've seen you do Instagram lives and you gangster about it, right? You cursing and you, you, you know, you profane with it. This is a whole different Megan the Stallion that we're hearing talking to Gail.
1: No doubt. That's why I believe that this Gail interview is some kind of setup for something else. You know, you get on there, you get in emotions. I truly believe that that Giz Gail interview will be at trial. They will play this for the jury. You know, I'm just hoping a defense attorney come back and play her, you know, shaking her ass, you know, talking (laughs) shit about the same incident, you know, in a a different uh, fashion, you know?
0: Yeah, let me go back to the clip.
2: Can you just briefly walk us through what happened that night? It starts you're at a party at Kylie Jenner's house.
4: I had went there and we were just hanging out and I was ready to go because I
2: had been there all day. So you guys end up in a car. You, Tory Lanez, your friend at the time, Kelsey, and his driver security. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanes, whose real name is Daystar Peterson, is a Grammy-nominated rapper and singer from Canada. Kelsey Harris was one of Megan Thee Stallion's best friends from Houston. There was an argument, and you get out of the car, right? At that point, the argument wasn't even with me.
4: Like, the argument was with the two people in the backseat. So I asked the driver to pull the car over. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm done with this. And I should have stayed out of the car. Like, I should have not got back in the car. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: And they was like, Megan, just get back in the car. We almost there. Like, just get back in. Mm -hmm. So I get back in the car. It's like it's getting worse. The arguing in the car. The arguing in the car is getting worse. And I don't want to be in this car no more. Like, because I see it's getting crazy. Mm -hmm. So I get out the car and it's like, everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming. Is he said dance? And he starts shooting. And I'm just like,
0: now you you just brought up that at <laughs> that point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Does that sound something realistic? That Tory Lanez really jumped out the car and said dance, bitch, and started bussing? you know what i'm and i don't like
1: to put no kind of jackets on nobody yeah i'm I'm one seriously wondering was any drugs involved you know was anybody high at anybody snorted some lines or popped a pill or something because this is when this kind of behavior is is, happens absolutely you know so both parties both parties so i I don't want to sit there and accuse nobody but just from me listening Seemed like it was some enhancers, you know, involved (laughs) in this situation to where everybody was sorry because they all knew they probably was high on something. Tripped the fuck out and this situation happened, you know. So when you initially went to go lie, you know, you didn't want to get in trouble because basically you probably was high as two, you know, and, and. Bad situation, man.
0: Because they probably would have done a toxicology test on everybody. No if, doubt. if they treated it as a shooting at that moment. Exactly. But it didn't get treated as a shooting initially.
1: Exactly. So they were able to get the stuff out their system. I think some of them drugs, you know, it's not like marijuana stay in your system forever. You know, um, <clears throat> man, it's crazy, man. I'm, I, that's what I'm believing, man. They was all damn near too high to even realize what didn't happen. And when once they realized they fucked up, then they like, oh, shit.
0: All right, let me continue.
4: Like, oh my God! <laughs> like, he shot a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I, I so was is so he scared. in the car
2: shooting from the car, Megan? He How is, is he...
4: standing up over the window, okay, shooting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even want to move. I didn't want to move too quick, like, cause I'm like, oh my God! If I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something. That's like super important i don't know if he could shoot me and kill me
2: like
3: were you
4: afraid for your life at that time i was really scared because i had never been shot at before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i looked down at my feet because i wasn't even the adrenaline is pumping so hard i'm not sure if he hit me like i feel it but i don't understand what's happening so i
0: let me pause right there because you've been shot before yes but not every shooting is the same. No doubt. And not every body part reacts the same. Mm-hmm. It is possible to get shot and not f- know you got shot. It definitely is. Until you realize later on you leaking. Oh, no doubt. And I've seen it.
1: And I've seen it. You know, and uh, to what a homie didn't even know he was shot, you know. Um, but, yeah, so, but in that situation where she says she didn't feel it, it still takes me back to could have been something in your system that made you didn't feel it so <laughs> as bad at this point. Point, you know and uh and uh, but yes you definitely can get shot and and, and and because of the adrenaline just like she said I gotta agree with her on that that you don't even know you shot
0: yeah but she um she's claiming her um her um, injury was in the ankle and there's a lot of bone in the ankle there's not a lot of tissue in the ankle so I'm wondering can you get shot in that part of the body and not feel it for a while well, I've seen her. Once the police came, she
1: did. She was standing up, walking. Um, they had. She had her hands up, you know, and uh, she was doing a little two step. I don't know if it's because the the, the 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 injuries that started to set in and maybe hurt a little bit. She was hopping around a little bit. But like you say, if you she would have got hit in that ankle, I don't believe she would have been able to stand. Period.
0: She had a slight limp. Or you calling the two step? What, what what is that? What was that exactly? Was that a limp or
1: um, e- even though, if you would have got hit anywhere above that heel? I just don't believe you would have been able to do do what she was doing standing wise. Once you get hit in that heel above that heel, you get into the Achilles, you get in towards the ankle, a bullet hit that stuff. Bro, you're not walking like that.
0: Did you notice in that footage that her body is actually blurred? blurred out i didn't i can't say from at this point that i i can it's because she was like damn near naked oh is that right like she was wearing a bathing suit or a thong or oh, something okay so yeah, they, yeah they blurring out her booty and stuff like that oh wow so i'm like what do you you're in the i guess they came from a pool party right they
1: did come from a pool party but at the same time you know you get into a heated argument with a thong on and <laughs> it, hey man that had to be a hell of an argument all right let's 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 continue listening
0: to this
4: I look down at my feet and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm really bleeding. Mm-hmm. So I like drop down, I'm not crawling somebody's driveway. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe you shot me.
2: And what is he saying, Tory Lane, saying? He's
4: apologizing. He's, he I'm so sorry. Please don't tell nobody I'll give y'all a million dollars if y'all don't say nothing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you offering me money right now?
0: Help! What do you think about that, that part of the story?
1: Oh, I think that's the real part of the story because we're we trying to cover some shit up immediately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, I'd do anything right now. Yeah. But I um from the pictures that I've seen of her foot, I don't believe the bullet hit her directly. I believe it hit the ground. Ricochet. And, and, and fragments shot up in her foot. That's what I truly believe. I don't think a whole bullet hit her foot.
0: Is it possible that if you take in the drugs that they were obviously using, that Tori might have just been shooting the gun, but not at her deliberately, but just shooting the gun just in the direction.
1: Well, that's what I believe. And I believe the fragments. I believe the bullets hit the ground. He probably aimed right at the ground and knew what he was aiming at. But the bullet fragments probably jumped up so fast and hit her. He didn't take that part into consideration because cheap bullets um, explode like that. You know, better bullets, the whole bullet may bounce and, and keep going in, in, in this direction cheaper bullets they hit anything they just gonna disintegrate you know so I believe that he was shooting the ground knew he was shooting the ground I really believe it was an accident I don't believe he aimed a gun
0: at her um, and the bullet fragments hit her yeah that sounds like a possible um, a possible situation um, that but at the same time that's enough to get charged though it's definitely enough to get charged but to go in and just straight
1: up say you know your honor or to tell the, the the DA just straight up, listen, I didn't intend to shoot. I really, I was shooting at the ground, and I didn't think the bullet fragments would fly in that direction. They can believe that, though. You know, that's a believable incident, you know what I mean, especially if that's the truth. You know what I mean? They could definitely say, we know from the reports, even the police can sit here and say, you know what, the bullet didn't hit her directly. These are fragments, too many pieces. She had pieces damn near like glass, but these were just bullet fragments. So... But you're still going to get the um, maybe assault with a deadly weapon. You're still going to get, if you got any priors or anything like that, you're still going to get all those, but it's not attempted murder or it's not, you know. So I don't know what their defense is going to be or how they handle it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough. Let me continue.
4: Help me. Like, and if you sorry, just help me. Like... But at that moment we didn't even make it to to the house. Like somebody had already called the police and it was like so many of them. It was helicopters. I was like, oh my god, we all about to die. Like the George the George Floyd incident had just happened. The police are definitely very much shoot first, ask questions after. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a hot gun in the car, I'm bleeding. I've been shot. They about to kill somebody. Like something bad is about to happen. Mm-hmm.
2: So somebody hears the gunshots, they call the police. The police come and they say what to you? They tell everybody to get out, get their out car. of the car. TMZ obtained video from that night. And you can see the footage of me in the swimsuit, right.
4: limping backwards,
2: feet bleeding. And they say to you, what happened here?
4: I don't remember everything they said to me, but I remember them asking me what's happening, what, what happened to you, and I didn't want them to kill any of us mm-hmm. or shoot any of us. Mm-hmm. So I just said I stepped on glass mm-hmm. because I didn't. Why did want, you say
2: that? Why didn't you
4: say they shot me? I didn't. For some reason, I was just trying to protect all of us because I didn't want them to kill us. Like,
0: let's talk about that for a minute because I think this is a, a critical part of the story. Mm-hmm. She initially denied getting shot, and her explanation is because the police are trigger happy sometimes. Right, I think that's a legitimate reason to to lie at that at that moment. I think it's some bullshit. Why well, I, well, I, so. I really believe
1: that the way she explained that that she didn't want them to just come up. I mean, I've been in plenty of situations where it's a gun in a car, police has found gun, and, and and it's all how they do it. I mean, the police pull up and you got a gun in your hand. That's a whole different situation. Yeah. You pull up. Four people are out of a car. She said I was shot. He shot me. He doesn't have a weapon in his hand. They're going to lay him down right there. Take him in the custody their cars. Go search that car. Find that gun. Unless he got a gun in his hand, the police is really not. And I'm going to be honest with you. Police are not that naive they might not know who he was but i'm for sure they just might have knew who she was you know what i mean she's on every news channel every instagram post every you know but even if they didn't they could tell these people come for money you know and and to pull up and just start killing people i don't buy that one alex you know what i mean so to tell her she didn't want nobody to die if did nobody have a gun in their hand when they pulled up and everybody is standing here accounting for nobody's in the car I don't got them just pulling out their guns and start dropping people i don't get i don't got that
0: well i understand your perspective because you're you're coming from a, a place of experience megan the stallion ain't probably never been having guns in the car getting pulled over by the police she doesn't understand the process so i i think she was truly scared because she knows tori had a gun in the car allegedly there there's a bullets ammo in the car and in, in an inexperienced female's mind, she's probably thinking, that's enough to get us killed, you know? So, that, so I, I, could, I could buy what she's saying. Let me tell you why. she's inexperienced.
1: I got you. You got a great point, a great one. But let me tell you why, why I can't buy that one. Because she didn't do this interview the very next day after this happened. She had plenty of time to think about everything that was going on. That was the rehearsed part right there of the story, where you thought that it was going to try to kill you. You're trying to cover up your your tracks from being um, um, maybe tried as a, a perjurer, you know what I mean? You're trying to beat a perjury case by coming up with this defense on why you didn't um tell them what really happened and or you probably was going to take that million because you seen that your foot wasn't shot off your foot wasn't hanging off you had a few fragments in there that you know oh, you i'm gonna get this million and we're gonna tell this law you know so and, and she might have because Tory had maybe more street experience than her he could have convinced her to just say this and it's gonna be fine and she went for it once she realized the police wasn't as dumb as Tory might have been leaving her to believe then she had to come clean because now you're mm-hmm. looking at perjury charge. That's how I look at it. You didn't go on Gail King months after this happened and come up with this story that the reason that you said was because at the moment you didn't want nobody to get killed. Um, I can't say she lying. I'm just saying from outside looking in, man. I just really think. Tori told her to say that, and we gonna be fine if you say this. Just say this, we'll be fine. And she rolled with it until she couldn't roll with it no more, and had to say, "Hold on, bro, I'm not finna go to jail for." That's just how I'm looking at it.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, Tori talking to her before the police got there was part partially influenced her, but I do think she was genuinely scared. With you know, you know how the police pull up when they do, when nah, they hear nah. about a shooting, yeah, they she, come in what 10, 15 yeah, cars yeah. deep, weapons drawn, weapons drawn. Yeah. You know, I see her scared in that situation, and she's like, I don't want nobody to get shot over me. So, um, all right, let me continue.
4: Even though this person just did, just did this to me,
2: mm-hmm.
4: my first reaction still was to try to save us. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to see anybody die. Mm-hmm. So I just said, I stepped on glass. So when I see people trying to use that against me, like trying to act like I'm lying. Oh, she stepped on glass, she never got shot. I don't no know who said I stepped on glass. I was lying to protect all of us. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I wish I really would have never said that.
2: You wish you would have just told the truth I wish that I would have told the
4: truth, but I, if it saved all of us from dying,
2: then that's just probably what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. So when you told the police you stepped on glass, Did they believe you? I don't know. So how did you go from the glass? Did you go to the hospital? So they took me straight to To the the hospital. hospital. Mm -hmm. And the police questioned me.
4: And I said, it was just glass. You still stuck with that story. I stuck with it, it was glass. And right as the officers were like, "Okay, we done with this, we leaving, the doctor came in. And he was like, you know, you got bullets in both of your feet. Like, you got fragments in this foot, and it's like, right on the back of your achilles Mm -hmm. and i'm like
2: there is a medical report that says that there were bullet uh that you had been shot Mm -hmm. and the medical report also says that to this day you still have still bullet fragments fragments in in my feet all
0: right i gotta stop it there because i'm confused at this part Mm -hmm. according to this interview they're claiming bullet fragments in her heel Mm -hmm. but a doctor just came out a couple days ago and said that, th- and a doctor that examined her said there were no bullet fragments in her foot. It was glass. Oh, wow. So we have these con- con- contradicting statements now. And that's why everyone just the last couple days been calling um, Megan a liar. Oh, because okay. this doctor just said, oh, no, it- it's glass. It's not bullet fragments. So I don't know what's true. Right, right, right. Um, Because apparently they have a report that says bullet fragments. Mm-hmm, but this other report just says glass. So... I don't know man
1: right real well I don't know either at this <laughs> point you know if that's the case you know not like we all like I say I'm always talking uh if if this is the situation if that's the situation but I mean I don't think these people could be uh dumb enough to just say one or the other and if it's not true like say 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 when she said it was glass and it was really bullet fragments well where's the glass that you stepped in what you know is, is it did you step in it somewhere else or and not to mention, we just got a call about bullet uh, uh, shot, gunshots. So, you know, sometimes when people tell their story because they scared, you know, she'd have been better off saying she don't know what happened and never saying nothing else.
0: Well, I'm going to post a photo to uh, our Instagram page, Streets and Scholars, that has a picture of her heel. And I'm showing this to you right now, F. W- Does that look like a bullet could have caused that type of damage on um on the inside of her heel? It looks not to me um i mean it really more looked like
1: a some glass maybe but at the same time if those bullets hit her going
0: at that amount of speed it could have just ripped some of the flesh off um but you said that if it was to, it might be a ricochet a ricochet of bullet fragments could could it could it do this type of damage? I'm saying it, it no. Oh, I, th- I believe it could, no doubt. Because
1: when that bullet breaks up in the pieces, it's still it's still pieces that's close together. So it could have ripped that piece of the heel off, and a few could have got stuck in the, um, in in on the inside. Now I'm speaking because every time I go get a chest X-ray, you know, you see the bullet, and then you see about four or five fragments, and it's crazy that when I get an X-ray, I don't tell them. I used to go every year to try to get an x-ray just to make sure it wasn't moving, but it's been so long I don't get that anymore. I just had a physical not too long ago, and I didn't say nothing. I took a chest x-ray. I took a shoulder. My shoulder was hurting, and I took a shoulder x-ray, and I watched the lady just like, oh, my God. You know <laughs> what I mean? And She said, you want to see? I mean, I've seen it plenty of times, but at the same time, you can't see the fragments. They're very small. Um,
0: But that's that looks crazy. It does look crazy. It looks you know? more like a... Um a bruise it looks like a scrape it looks like uh the, the skin has been peeled off yeah but yeah it seemed like it, it, it and look there's there's some stitches up here that are holding these two parts together and for right. those who don't know just go go to the streets and scholars instagram page i have a picture of this up there right now mm-hmm. so that means that th- this injury f- goes further up where this can open could, up yeah open yeah, up that yeah. way and this can't open up it just looks like a weird injury it does, to be caused by a bullet you. so that's another thing yeah, yeah you're right I, I
1: gotta agree with you on that it dude looks weird to be honest with
0: you and i'm gonna post this um we're gonna see what people say about it um i mean i don't want people commenting if you got no knowledge of you know getting shot and what bullets do you right, know right, people right. might have opinions on this and they don't okay. really know All right 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 but um uh, the rest of the interview is basically... Um, there's one more thing she says, which um, I think is worth talking about. Gail King asked her if she was involved in a sexual relationship with Tory Lanez, and she paused, had to think about it for about a half a second. Smiled. Smiled, um, and then denied it.
1: And then denied it.
0: And Apparently, you know, Tory Lanez has a reputation of being with women. Right. And I'm sure that, you know, he ain't just hanging out trying to be her platonic friend.
1: No, no doubt. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I believe... I mean i like i say i'm only giving my opinion but i believe it's the opinion of a million other people who seen that exact interview and that part of that interview so girl you sitting up here lying your ass off you know the way you did the whole thing you could have just said oh no not not at all it could have still been lying but you wasn't even convincing you know so say if tory lanes get up there and prove that you guys did have a sexual relationship okay so now this tarnishes your testimony you know this tarnishes and that's what people don't understand that you need credibility on the bullshit part of the case in order to get credibility when the facts come in yeah
0: know. if you can prove anything that she says a lie then you have to disregard her whole story that's what they tell you in court when someone's testifying if you can find one flaw in this person's testimony you can disregard the entire testimony yeah, i've seen it done
1: personally man and, and and like you say that comment right there if she repeats that if she testifies against him and says no that could make the jury believe that this woman is just a liar, and we don't know what to believe. And it can help Tory, you know. Just to be honest with you, I think it then got to the point to where she really don't want him to go to jail, you know, because she already stuck her neck out there for him once to say it was glass. Uh, if, if if it if it wasn't, she stuck her neck out there to say that it that it was, and um, so I think they just really want to get out of this the best they can without. Him probably doing too much
0: time, you know. I don't think she cares now. She's already kind of um, given up on that idea. Well, I believe it's for two reasons. One, I believe because you know the, the perjury. If you
1: told you, you definitely lied. You stated that you lied. That's facts that you lied to the
0: police. Well, that's lying on a police report. That's not perjury. You got to do perjuries in court. In the court. In the court. Okay. Okay. But um, if she lied on a police report, making false statements, though, she right? she can get a, a charge lying on a police report or giving a false. Statement regarding a felony
1: right right yeah I mean in her case she probably don't want to take a misdemeanor so they you know her going after him full-fledged could be the results of her not wanting to be implicated in anything that's criminal so she's gonna go hard on him not to mention he probably messing with a new girl now so you know they getting their feelings fast man so
0: apparently he was already messing with a new girl that oh, day. that could have been the problem and I you believe that there. maybe the argument might have something to do with that but I wanna play this other clip of Megan. This is when people were accusing her of lying. This is back in 2020, after the the um, the um shooting. And she went on her Instagram Live and listen to how she was talking on her Instagram Live.
4: It ain't like a, oh, let me go run and tell my business to the mother internet. Let me go run and tell my business to the police. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never been that type of person, like, but. I'm not going to let y'all keep playing in my face and I'm not going to let this <laughs> keep playing in my face either. So since y'all <laughs> so worried about it, yes, this <laughs> Tori shot me. You shot me and you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs, lying and <laughs> stop lying. Why lie? I don't understand. I tried to keep the situation off the internet, but you dragging it. You dry shot me. Like everybody in the car, it's only four m- in the car. Me, you, my homegirl, and your security. Everybody in the car arguing. I'm in the front seat, this m- in the back seat get out the car i'm
0: done arguing i don't want to argue no more i'll get out i'm walking away pause right there they're done arguing arguing about what i think they were arguing about tori just had his eyes on somebody at the party and she wasn't feeling it
1: no doubt exactly she kind of went in there and said i tried to she damn near said i tried to get you out of it motherfucker. you know I mean? but uh but um yeah she was arguing about a female Talk about that girl,
0: man. And how how do you compare the way she's talking on this Instagram live to the way she's giving Gail the interview? It's like a whole nother personality. It's a whole nother personality, but she's saying
1: on both of them, he shot me. So at the end of the day, the jury could look at it like, we don't give a damn what her personality
0: was on each one. <laughs> she stuck to the story that he shot me, you know, so. Let me let me play this one. This is another Instagram live, and and let me also note that she's deleted these off of her account. But you know, people snatch them down. Right, right, right. And um, here here's another one. This
4: like, is, I'm so over this shit. And y'all gotta know, I am the the nicest, the most calm, just just cool ass woman. Like. I don't be fucking with nobody. I don't do nothing to nobody. But y'all motherfuckers. (laughs) Really dragging it. Like I try to just be cool. Stay out the way. Because at the end of the day. I'm really a real bitch. Like I'm from Houston. I'm from the motherfucking south side. It ain't like a. Oh let me go run and tell my business to the motherfucking internet. Let me go run and tell my business to the police. Like you know what I'm saying. I ain't never been that type of person. Like. But. I'm not going to let y'all keep playing in my face and I'm not going to let this nigga keep playing in my face either. So since y'all hold so worried about it, yes, this nigga Tori shot me. You shot me and you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs, lying and shit. Stop lying. Why lie?
0: All right, we're going to end that right there. That's actually uh, two minutes of a seven-minute clip of her ranting. Um, I don't know why she would even take to the Internet when this is an open case. All the investigators are downloading all of these these, uh, lives, and they're going to sift through it and build a case. They're going to build the case
1: and also, the, but the defense attorneys is going to go do the same thing. Exactly. Now, the whole thing about it, if she was so, you know, and it could have been his fault because he could have been the one who told her to say something. But at the end of the day, why don't just say nothing? Why people don't understand that? Why say nothing? We get our attorneys and we talk through our attorneys. Let them feel whatever they feel right now. We all may go to jail and have to bond out. But at this moment right now, we're not saying anything. You know, and that's the whole thing about it. People want to go, and, and now she take it to the Internet and snitching on the Internet because that's basically what you're doing. Um, but even if you're going to tell, you know what I mean? You know, because I don't take her. She's talking about she from Houston, she from the streets. You're not. You may be from Houston, but you're not, you're not from the streets like that. And um, But if you're going to tell, go tell, lady. Why is you on the Internet telling? you know what i mean and that's where the emotions come in and some of these young people are you worried about somebody saying you really didn't he really didn't shoot you why is you even worried about what somebody else saying right now when you know that this case is going to go to trial you're going to have to give your testimony whatever you want to happen to him is going to happen to him you know so why is you getting on all these social media platforms and all this snitching on the dude you know and he's not even in court yet you know so i mean don't get me wrong I don't believe that was cool what he did though. He shot a female, you know what I mean? You could have got out and slapped the dog shit out of her. Not that I condone that, but it's better than shooting a motherfucker and you wouldn't be in jail right now. Yeah. I mean, Or you wouldn't be accused of shooting somebody right now if that was the case, you know? So that's why I say, man, it had to be some extra curriculum drugs, you know, in a system that make them, you know, do the crazy shit that they did.
0: Well, ever since this, this case has become a national story, people started digging into Megan's life And they found this uh, mugshot from 2015. I'm going to post this picture on the Instagram page, Streets and Scholars on Instagram. And this is a a domestic violence case where she was the aggressor. Oh, wow. In a public place. Um, And this kind of mirrors this Tory Lane situation. Mm -hmm. She found out her boyfriend cheated on her Mm -hmm. with a girl. They were at a public place. I think it was a concert. And they got to physically fighting. And when the police pulled up, They see her assaulting the guy, and they arrested her. Damn. So she just did this live, talking about how she's the coolest girl, and she's don't she doesn't want no drama. But I'm starting to think that this is a toxic female.
1: Oh no, she sound like she got some uh, toxic traits of temper for real. You know what I mean? And um, but like you say, those defense attorneys is gonna have all this information. They're gonna go. They're gonna display this information. Not saying Tory didn't actually do this, but they're going to, you know, they're going to do their job too, you know. So, I'm, I, I, man, I wasn't that so much interested in this case at first, but now, man, I want to see how this turns out.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I think we're going to learn a lot of things that the general public doesn't know. We're going to find out that Megan the Stallion is definitely a hothead. Um, she is one that has created problems with men in the past. She has put her hands on men before. Um, In this 2015 arrest, uh, I I read through some of it where um, she she was punching, she was hitting, and she started the entire physical conflict with this man, and that's why this mugshot exists, because they decided, the police, to take her into custody.
1: I'm going to agree with you on all that, Alex, but I am going to go back and say that I do believe that he really didn't try to. I believe he was really trying to, like he's like on cartoons, bitch dance and shoot at the ground not knowing that, you know, like I say, these cheaper bullets they break up into so many pieces. Um or hollow points they break up into so many pieces and um but I don't believe he tried to.
0: No, definitely I don't agree that he was trying to kill her or attempt to murder. He was just Probably sick and tired of her arguing in the car. And not to mention, you ain't finna put your hands on me, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and who knows? You maybe, probably know she got
1: priors, you know?
0: Maybe she did do some um, some more things that we don't know about. Um, she made it seem like there was an argument in the car with other people and that she was not a party See, to that. that's what I thought at first until she said, I'm done arguing. No, yeah. you, was the, you was arguing. You're, you was the, Yeah, She yeah, was yeah. the one that's arguing. She was the one turning it up in that car. And I bet you Tori was just like, can you STF you? Because listen to this. Why would he be arguing with
1: your homegirl? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Tori and her homegirl was in the backseat. Megan was in the front. Why would he be arguing with your, your girl? Not at all. He wouldn't be. Not at all. You know what all. I mean? So, the more and more that just come out, man, the more and more, and I'm starting to look at it in a
0: different way. Well, man, we have one more thing to talk about, but we, we're out of time, but we could just briefly um, just briefly uh, mention it. We we're going to talk about the young thug slash gunna. Rico indictment that just came down last week and uh, It is a it's a big case. They arrested 27 people and this is a Georgia Rico This is not a Fed Rico. So um, a lot of people get it confused They see Rico and they automatically think it's the feds Georgia can they have a their own Rico statue and basically, they're saying YSL is a gang—the little hip hop thing.
1: I was going to ask you, the gang professor himself, <laughs> do you consider why, from the research that you've done and what you've seen so far and looked at, do you consider YSL a gang,
0: a street gang? Well, it all depends on what definition you're using, because there's like a hundred gang definitions, mm-hmm. and uh, if you use a particular definition, it might be. But let's go with the let's go with California's definition. Mm-hmm. If you use California's definition of a gang, then YSL wouldn't be it. Okay. Because in California's definition, you have to have a pattern of criminal behavior that has at least two convictions of people from that gang Mm. that have committed felonies. Mm. They call it predicate acts. Wow. So with YSL you have to show me that there's two YSL members and in in California has to be within a three year period. So you got to show me a YSL member that got convicted of a felony a year ago in the name of YSL Mm -hmm. and another YSL member that got convicted of a felony in the name of YSL. And why sells a hip-hop thing. This is their first rodeo, basically. Right, right. <laughs> so um, I, it wouldn't... it wouldn't. But that wouldn't mean that the prosecutors in California wouldn't try.
1: Right, no doubt, no doubt. And I was just going to tell the streets and scholar listeners, that's why I love to sit down with Alex Alonzo, man, because he's going to bring you facts straight to the table every single time. Now, in Georgia, the circumstances may be a little different. And for, in order for them to get the Rico... I believe the RICO Act you had to have is it five or more participating members from the same gang to even charge them with the RICO?
0: Well, well, Georgia actually has their their gang definition uses the number three, mm-hmm. three or more. The feds use five. Okay, okay. Um, Georgia uses three. California uses three. I, I don't know why how they come up with these right, numbers. Right, right, right. Um, it's crazy that California's definition only three people mm-hmm. can make up a gang conspiracy. All you need is three guys.
1: Now, can the prosecutors or the defense attorneys argue that YSL is, is, is it's not a gang?
0: The, the defense attorneys can only argue it if they bring in the experts to support that, mm-hmm. because um, on the defense side, there's no one that could go on the stand that can say YSL is not a gang unless they bring in an expert. Unless um, they're not the the defendants aren't going to testify the, the the jury's not going to let these guys say we're not a gang and they believe it. But if you have an expert come in there and break down what a gang is and what a gang isn't and how this is music, this is hip hop, then you can get you can probably make the case. Right, because we all know that there's
1: so many clicks and crews come around. I mean, you know the Cash Money Boys, or uh, you know uh, P Diddy and his guys, you know No Limit Soldiers, you know, and these guys are really all rap uh, label artists with a lot of people on their they labels, you know, some of them were street dudes, but that don't mean that um, um, they were gangs, you know, so I'm just wondering how much did these guys, how much do they have on these guys to actually prove that one, they were a gang and for two to even, you know, hit them with a Rico like that.
0: Well, I was flipping through some of the, it's an 88 page indictment. I was flipping through a few of the pages and, it actually reads very weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, young Thug is accused of renting a car that some other people use to do something. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. under state law, n- normal, non-RICO state law, then then Young Thug is not responsible for that. Right. But under RICO, racketeering, influence, corrupt organization, mm-hmm. they can say, well, Young Thug rented the car under the, the guise of they're going to do a gang shooting in the car, therefore he's responsible for it. So that's why they're hitting him with that, and then also with the Rico, you can go back ten years mm. in Georgia. So they they're pulling up stuff that happened in twenty thirteen. Right, right. So they got twenty thirteen offenses, twenty seventeen offenses, and then what really kind of blew my mind is they went back to Young Thug's house after they first arrested him, and they found some guns. So now they're adding the they added the guns that were found in his house to the case. Okay, which is kind of weird because if he got arrested. He got arrested at his house, Mm kind of like the way you got arrested in your house. But they actually went through your house and found the shit. Right, right. When he got arrested, they didn't go through his house. They just took him into custody. Mm -hmm. But then they went back uh, a day later, went through the house and found some guns. So um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they didn't have the warrant at the time of his arrest, but they're going to be adding those gun offenses to the case but i uh, i was reading it and it seems kind of weak and it's all a state case all state case the gbi the um georgia bureau of investigations uh
1: let me ask you this do georgia do how much percentage of their time do you know how much percentage of
0: their time that they do in georgia nah okay okay. well we'll 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 go into this again um next week because we um we're running out of time so i just wanted to just briefly touch on it um anything else you want to add to the to the young young thug case
1: nah man I'm anxious to see uh, how this turns out just for the about the law in Georgia and see you know uh, how this works out because I've never heard of a state um, Rico
0: yeah there's a few states that have them Uh, Georgia definitely in fact I have a personal friend Mm -hmm. that's from here in LA that got picked up on a Georgia Rico he never even been to Georgia Mm. Um, But they're saying he's the leader of an Atlanta gang that has the same name here in L.A. And because of social media and because, um, you know, he had a podcast and he had a website and he also talked about the hood a lot, they're alleging that he's the leader of the Atlanta faction of the set. Got you. And it's 100% lies. Yeah, yeah. Because I know this dude personally. His name is Ronald Chapman. Okay. Uh, He's sitting right now in the Upson County Jail. Ronald Chapman, a.k.a. Mad Ronald. he's been in there already a year and a half and he hasn't even looked they haven't even showed him any evidence in a year and a half Mm. so when I saw the young thug indictment I immediately thought about my boy Matt Ronald because they have no evidence against Matt Ronald but they still hold him there right right. so um, I'm hoping that um, the Georgia Bureau of Investigators eventually release Matt Ronald on this trumped up dumb Rico (laughs) offense that they got him under he ain't never participated in any offenses with those dudes in Atlanta and um, because of that I'm a little suspect of this young thug indictment I'm reading this stuff and I'm like what rented a car 10 years ago and you charged them <laughs> but yeah we'll we'll get in we'll get more into this um into this case as it starts to unravel more information will come out but yeah I'm gonna I'm break this whole indictment down and young thugs attorney better start hiring some gang defense experts Man. Because they're going to come in there with all the BS and they're going to start saying that YSL is a notorious Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia gang, but they really don't got no gang history. So on that note, man, uh, where can the people uh, tap in with you, FG?
1: Oh, you can tap in with me at General one on Instagram and, of course, on YouTube at FG Unleashed. But uh, we appreciate you for tapping in with us on Streets and Scholars.
0: And also uh, we got the Instagram page, Streets and Scholars Instagram. It's actually streets.and.scholars. And we'll have uh, images of everything we spoke about on there that you can check out, leave a comment, and you could ask a question, and you could hit me up at Alex Alonso101. And that wraps up another fire episode of Streets and Scholars.